flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show. Armour Williams takes the snap from Garrison Grimes. Good pressure. On his away, Xavier Worthy takes a fair catch. Fumbles the ball. Baylor may have recovered. They did. Baylor comes up with their first takeaway of the night. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Worthy shotgun snap, play action, going across the middle, caught by Worthy, X to the goal line, X marks the spot, touchdown Texas, slicing across the middle, Xavier Worthy, a 21-yard catch and score. Pounds it in motion, the snap, back to throw, pressure comes, a throw, passes, caught blocking, 25, 20-yard line, 15, and 10, 5, R.J. Harvey, touchdown, R.J. Harvey, third down and long for UCF, 27 yards on the touchdown. Nico takes the snap, handoff, C.J. Enzo, touchdown! C.J. Donaldson. Keaton Slovis, pit transfer, started as a USC Trojan. Here's a hard hit, a big-time stick. Kobe Bryant's got it, AKU's got a touchdown! Now for a look at this weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome on a Big 12 Friday, a high school football Friday. Welcome in. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. The Bears headed on the road for the first time this season. We'll be in Orlando tomorrow for Baylor and UCF. On the air at 1230, kickoff at 230 tomorrow. That would be central time here on ESPN Central Texas. Heard a highlight cut from Craig Way, UT uh, Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield, Texas, with the win over Baylor. Now a top 25 matchup tomorrow in Austin against uh, the resurgent Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas 4-0 on the year. They are number 24 in the nation. That game tomorrow at 2.30 on ABC. Heard Mark Daniels, who was on with us earlier this week, the voice of the Knights the UCF Knights, and they lost their conference opener on the road at K-State, 44-31. They will host Baylor coming up tomorrow in Orlando. And uh, great to visit with Mark earlier this week. Heard a highlight cut courtesy of the uh, Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Tony Caridi with the call. The Mountaineers coming off a nice win of their own over Texas Tech last Saturday. 20-13 to 13 was the final. Now West Virginia plays at TCU tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock. How about that matchup? West Virginia, 3-1 and one on the year, 1-0 and oh in conference play. Exactly the same record as TCU. A lot of folks uh, when the season, before the season began, might not have predicted that. Then Brian Haney with the call, courtesy of the Jayhawks Sports Network from Learfield. Those Jayhawks 4-0 and oh, back-to-back seasons. For the first time since, Aaron, 
1914 and 1915. Oh, wow. Last time they had two seasons. Been a, been a few years. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> right at 100, almost 100. Hopefully so. they'll be off to a 5-0 and start. <laughs> I'd like to see them in the Big 12 championship game. Kansas. Oh, man. Kansas Jayhawk fever. So Kansas playing in Austin against Texas. Comes up tomorrow afternoon, 2.30 on ABC. Remember the last time KU was in Austin? You remember that? Two years ago? I do remember it yeah. quite well. A yeah. uh, walk-on Backup tight end caught yeah. the game-winning touchdown, and Kansas continued their domination over the University of Texas in football. <laughs> I remember it vividly. Chris last, is here. Last spring, two springs ago, my company was a game sponsor for a Baylor-Oklahoma State baseball game. Oh, yeah. And one of the um, opportunities you're given as a game sponsor is to sit in the booth with Derek mm-hmm. for half an inning. Mm-hmm. And... During a Texas Oklahoma State baseball, or excuse me, a Baylor Oklahoma State baseball game, while I was in there, Derek worked in a reference to Kansas beating Texas in football. Nah, I have no idea why or how, but I was good. wildly impressed with his ability to that do that. That is top-notch announcing right there. <laughs> that's pretty good. Derek can get it done. Yeah, that's it was good. awesome. That's very good. Remember that one, fifty-seven to fifty-six in overtime two years ago, shocked uh, the Longhorn world. <laughs> Shock the world. Uh, yes. I true. remember watching the end of that game, and, I, and I'm being serious. I don't think that I've ever rooted, been rooting harder for a non-Baylor team in a college football game than I was for <laughs> Kansas in that game to beat Texas. It was pretty sweet. That's wild. Sometimes the joy as a sports fan of watching, a your, hater, watching your enemies like lose is just <laughs> as good as watching your, it is. your team win. That's, that, that's you know, funny. that's honest, and that it is absolutely 100% true. That's a huge part of sure, being yeah. a sports fan is being a hater of, of certain teams, <laughs> you know, and getting enjoyment from their losses. Yeah, very good. All right, so Kansas and Texas play again tomorrow in Austin. Other games uh, tonight, Cincinnati at BYU. That'll be fun. Take a little nap and uh, 9.15 kickoff central time tonight on ESPN. For the Bearcats and the Cougars tonight, last I heard, Cincinnati was favored to win that game in Provo tonight. Really? Yeah, isn't that wild? Hmm. So That's probably a bit of a reaction to BYU losing last week. Am I right? I guess. I mean, Cincinnati lost. Right, and uh, BYU Oklahoma lost to a pretty good team. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't like they lost to a Division II team. Who uh, the BYU lost BYU's to, to uh, Kansas. Kansas, and yeah. that was coming – that was after coming off – a win over Arkansas. Yeah. So, you know, instead of saying maybe not, they're not that good, maybe give them a little credit and give, you know, give. Cincinnati lost to give OU. Cincinnati, uh, right, 20 to 6. Yes. Give Kansas a little credit. I mean, not Kansas, sorry. Um, BYU. BYU a little yeah. credit. They beat Arkansas, and that's not a bad Arkansas yeah. team. Not going to win the SEC, but they're not going to be last place either. I well, was just surprised to see that. Yeah, you never know, John, when these two old Big 12 rivals get together, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you throw the records out <laughs> throw the window, Throw the records right? out when BYU and Cincy get together. <laughs> it's exactly right. It's going to happen Friday night in Provo. Uh, the only other game to mention is Houston. Two others, actually. Houston at Texas Tech. That is 2.30 tomorrow on FS2. Where do you go to find FS2? That'll be right after World Chase Tag. As soon as World Chase Tag is over, you can watch kickoff. I couldn't tell you where FS2 is. I don't know. know. But find that for Houston at Tech tomorrow. And then 6 o'clock tomorrow night, Iowa State at 14th-ranked Oklahoma 
on the much more uh, palatable FS1. In fact, mm. the Big 12 doubleheader, Baylor at UCF is on FS1, followed by Iowa State at Oklahoma. Can you imagine if you're applying for your first broadcasting job and you interview with Fox Sports and they call you and say, we'd love to hire you. You're going to be a host on FS and your hopes get real, real high. And they go, <laughs> two. two. Yeah. <laughs> you go, what? Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, the way they the way they approach that would be, we want you to work for Fox Sports. Yes. And you say, yeah, that's great. Yes. That's great. And you say, here's your first assignment. It's on FS2. I know you may not have the recall that I do, but do you remember when ESPN2 debuted in the early 90s? Yeah. Yeah. On their debut show, Keith Olbermann literally kicked off the show and said, welcome to the end of my career. My career. <laughs> that was very funny. Look at ESPN2 now. Yeah, they're doing fine. Much better than the Ocho. <laughs> Much better. All right, very good. So uh, Aaron is here. Chris is here. We're going to get Chris's fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent this week. The UCF Knights don't call us. This may be one of your facts. It's not. Okay. Don't call us Central Florida. So ridiculous. And don't I mean, call really? us. I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> and don't call us the Golden Knights, which they used to be. Don't call us our real name and don't call us by our mascot. They're the UCF Knights. So, yes. Yes. so okay. dumb. Yeah. I mean, they have a thing in their notes. Let me read it to you. Okay. It says, uh, UCF, not Central Florida. Please refer to the University of Central Florida as UCF, not Central Florida in all references also, UCF is no longer the Golden Knights and instead simply known as the Knights. I will say the same thing I said about Tarleton and the multitude of other schools that have made this same request. Sam Houston. If you want us to say it different, change the name. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, just change the name. Don't put it all on everybody else. Take a little responsibility and be proud of your new name and officially change it to that. Instead you. of sending out a letter to every team you play in every single sport. A letter. Ridiculous. <laughs> I believe it's a press package. Email, whatever. <laughs> well, it, Tarleton's one of those. They want to be called Tarleton, yes. not Tarleton State. Yeah. But there's a billboard on I-35 in Waco that says, Currently, yeah, yeah Tarleton State. It's The whole thing is, okay. <laughs> this is yeah. funny. In UCF's uh, game notes, again, don't let me steal your thunder. No, it's okay. It's a, it's a slim chance <laughs> okay, of severe that's, weather that's, in fun facts. That's what I thought. <laughs> You know, a lot of schools do this, and they have a section in their notes that say, a win would, and UCF has it on the front page, a win would mark the first Big 12 conference win in program history, mark the second win against Baylor in the second all-time meeting between the programs. We may talk about that. Mark the third consecutive year that UCF has won its home conference opener, give head coach Gus Malzahn his first win against Baylor and first meeting against the program, and uh, would be a win would be better than a loss. <laughs> They've got it written here. Would be better than a loss. Is that a really is going that out a, on a limb there? Is that a communications director just doing bits? Like I just guess. having fun? I th- I guess. It has to be. It has to be. Would be better than a loss. That's Either true. That or someone said that and someone took it way too literally and put it in there on accident. <laughs> yeah. That's also a possibility. I that's think our it's funny. That's our poll question on the show today. Text us. Would a win be better than a loss on Saturday? <laughs> that's right. Let us I know. I disagree with UCF. I think for. a loss would be. Skip, you take one side. Shannon, you take the other. <laughs> There's an hour show right there. All right, uh, off and running on a Friday. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, wheels up to Orlando, and the game is 2.30 tomorrow afternoon on the air at 12.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Chris's fun facts coming up in a bit. But after a break, let's uh, check on some of the high school games in the area coming up tonight. Aaron will give us that. 
Plenty more to come. Stay with us on a Friday. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. It is the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. That's a new one. You know who that? It's not really new. Well, it's, it's not. It's new in this. Yes. yes. For, as a Funky Bump. Yes. You know That's, who it uh, is? James Brown. No, it's not. It is not. Could okay. be, but it's not. Chris, do you know? Did you hear enough of that? No. Is it still playing? No. I didn't. I'm sorry. Okay, no problem. Garth Brooks. Yeah, <laughs> right. He did He did a cover of this. It's uh, Average White Band, oh, okay. which would be AWB, which, not to be confused with the Art Wellborn Band, also AWB. Also, rejected name of this show, the Average White Band. <laughs> <laughs> with us three. <laughs> what are you saying? No, Art has uh, caps and t-shirts that say AWB. AWB. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. I love it. So, average uh, white band. Average white band is their name. Okay. That's this it. is going to be a silly question. Is it a group of white fellas? Uh, no, not oh, at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Did you hear the music? No. <laughs> that was the thing. I was like, well, really unique sound. Don't know. I don't know the origin of that. I'll I'll do some research. Give okay. you some fun facts on that. Okay. All right. We're, <laughs> we're back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Great things happening at the Baylor Club. Nice uh for them, a relatively quiet weekend with no Baylor home game, but plenty of activities coming. New month is straight ahead. They had their uh, member appreciation uh, event, uh, social hour earlier this week, last Wednesday of every month. So great activities at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web. TheBaylorClub.com is the website. Or give them a call, 254-710-8080. Also brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, you'll find superior services and products to meet your financial needs. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank on with us yesterday. All right, Aaron, we'll talk. Uh, we'll get Chris's fun facts next segment. How about some of the high school games in the area coming up tonight? Sure, we'll start with the games on our network of stations right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tonight, it's Robinson taking on Waxahachie Life. That's their last non-district game of the season. They're in one of those five-team districts, as is China Spring, who plays Cornerstone Christian tonight in their last non-district game. That will be on our sister station, 104.9 Shooter FM. Lorena and Academy, that's a great matchup. Academy undefeated on the season. Lorena with two losses, but they played one of the toughest schedules in the state of Texas. Should be a great game. You can hear that game on cool 101.7? Sorry, Three. Three. Sorry. I, I, I wasn't even thinking it's a 101.3. We have a lot of stations. It's tough to keep up sometimes. 101.3 for Lorena and Academy. Seriously, that should be a great game. Temple struggling early in the season. We'll take on Pflugerville Weiss. Weiss, sorry. We'll take on Pflugerville Weiss ten, tonight. And that is a Pflugerville Weiss team that is undefeated on the season. Temple only one win so far, really struggling early, and if they're going to get the season turned around, tonight would be the perfect mm. night to do it. Okay, uh, you don't want to, you know, don't want to 
start piling up district losses early in the season. Are you saying a win would be better than a loss? Yes. Okay, I'm good. Take, I'm taking my cue from okay. whoever puts the – Put it in the game the, notes. Uh, UCF, not Central Florida, whoever puts the UCF game notes together. I'm taking him from them and saying that a Temple win – Okay. Over 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 uh, Weiss would be I, I think much it's better universal than a loss. <laughs> a win would be better than a loss, right? Unanimous. <laughs> I don't think we should jump to that conclusion. Yet. Okay. <laughs> Midway takes on Harker Heights, also an important district battle there. And uh, for me, besides Lorena and Academy, the best best local game uh, tonight is Rosebud Lot and Riesel. Rosebud Lot's only one in three, but they're a super young team, and they're coming off. Uh, opening up district play with a win against Crawford. And that was Crawford's first district loss since 2020. Wow. So a huge win for Rosebud Lot, a very young Rosebud Lot team, as I mentioned, taking on a very, very good Riesel team. They're 4-0 and on the season. They've shut out three straight teams, and they've allowed a whopping 12 points all oh, season. Lee, is that right? Yes. Yeah, so the Riesel Indians defense is, has been amazing. They get a tough test tonight against Rosebud Lock, as I mentioned, coming off that huge win over Crawford last week. So that's a look at some of the uh, big games around Central Texas. There's tons of others, and if we didn't get to your schools, apologize. It's just a lack of time, not a yeah. lack of interest. All right. Very well said. Scoreboard show coming up uh, later tonight. Chris, uh, Gatesville contingent. Hornets hosting the Mineral Wells Rams Ooh, tonight okay. at McCamey Stadium. Yeah. Last year, uh, Gatesville beat them 30-29 to on okay. a – Goal line stand on a two-point conversion. Wow. So really? Rams coming in with a little bit of revenge on their mind. Both teams heavy run. Yeah. So I'm putting the over-under at us being done at 9-15. I'm serious. <laughs> Two-hour game. Be awesome. <laughs> it's like the Gatesville-Robinson game in week 10. Yes. It's going to take an hour and 45 that minutes. That game may be the fastest high school game in Central Texas yes. all year. That's great. So Hornets and Rams tonight. Okay, are you doing the game? You doing the broadcast? I'm not. I'll be on the sidelines. Okay. We have a little side business that requires sideline footage. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a little shorthanded at the moment. Gotcha. So I'll be wielding a camera. All right. <laughs> we just need to keep checking with you to see when you're going to be uh, in the broadcast booth again. Maybe at Madisonville. We'll oh, really? See. Yes. Road trip. Yes. And then baseball season. I will mm-hmm. try to be in the booth as often as possible. Nice. Very good. All right, there's a look at uh, some of the high school games in and around Central Texas this evening. Enjoy those games. Big Friday night ahead. Stay with us uh, when we come back. Back to Baylor and UCF. Don't call us Central Florida. Chris will give us fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Now back to today's John Morris Show with Chris Allman's fun facts to know and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's upcoming opponent. Here are Chris and Jay Mo and Aaron Sexton. All right, fun times. Chris uh, Allman's fun facts to know and tell and share coming up. Uh, came in the voice guy didn't get it exactly right, but he was close. Yeah, well, but then again, I didn't get it exactly right with average white band. <laughs> I, I, you uh, got one very important fact wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's the lowdown on the average white band: a Scottish, Scottish, Aaron Funk and R and B band that had a series of soul and disco hits between 1974 and 1980. 
pick up the pieces, the biggest one there. But uh, Scottish funk R&B, and looking at the picture, it's it's a bunch of white Scottish guys <laughs> for the most part. Not not completely, but for the most part. Great band. I think very Big good. fan. I've been, been a big fan all my life, and I, I didn't know. I've never seen a picture of the band. Have you really been a I big would, fan of average white band all your life? Absolutely. They've got <laughs> Or is this going to go on the shelf with no. you're more likely to die driving around the corner in your car like you said last week? <laughs> Still true. Just hyperbolic things that it aren't is true. It's not hyperbolic at all. Chris uh, loves to fact one, check you. It's yeah. 100% <laughs> fact. He keeps making fun of it, but it's 100% true. <laughs> I sat my kids down and I was like, kids, listen. You're never going to drive because Aaron said if you drive around the corner <laughs> in your car, you will die. It's a Whatever. I'm I think just, he said it's more dangerous than yeah, he knows lying, right? Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. He's just being dumb. <laughs> what All do you right. expect? He's a national right. fan. Give us, some, uh, give us some good fun facts. How, how was the search for UCF? Way, how are the Astros doing? They're in second place. <laughs> okay. They check. got pitchers charging hitters after they strike them out. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, Hector Neris walked down Julio Rodriguez last night after he struck him out. <laughs> Oh, the wheels were off. That would have been night. two nights ago. We don't know the exact oh. standings here on a Friday, but <laughs> Chris, how was the search for uh, UCF? Don't call us Central Florida. Fun facts. Uh, about as good as the first search went. <laughs> really? I, yeah. Uh, I I have made a commitment as best I can to not regurgitate fun facts. I know you've worked hard at. And since we just did fun facts on UCF four weeks ago. This was a quick turnaround. Okay. There's not that much new about UCF in the last four weeks. So we're going to elaborate on a few previous facts. Okay. Um, and then there's one particular former alum. No, former student. An alum is, there's no such thing as a former alum. An alum named Alan Eustace. And I would like to, uh, I'd like to get into why he is famous and okay. notable. Okay. Here in a few minutes, if that's okay. Used to be with the average white band. Alan Eustace does sound like a guy who might have played bass for the average white band. Okay. But his, debatably, his accomplishments are bigger than playing bass for the average white band. Oh, that's saying a lot. Okay, you ready to roll here? We are. All right, John, would you like to know, University, he oh, almost did it right there. Mm. UCF, it's written UCF in all my notes is the second largest university in the United States. Heard that. Would you like to know the four schools joining them in the top five? Yes, I would. Okay. Number five, Arizona State University. Mm. Fellow and future, future Big 12 partner, Arizona right. State. Right. New York University, the only private university, oh. I believe, I guess there's probably 50 NYU campuses around the great state of New York. They're the only private school in the top five. The Ohio State University, number three, UCF, the Knights, number two. And would you like to take a stab at the largest university in the United States by enrollment? Phoenix University. That is an online university, and that is incorrect. Okay. Liberty University. That is also incorrect. Okay, no. I don't Arizona know. State. That was number five. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Texas A&M University. <laughs> really? Is the largest university by enrollment. Undergraduate, right? Undergraduate yeah. in the country. Serious. Yes. How about that? Again, Good to know. take these facts with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay, John, when you guys get to Orlando, the game tomorrow will be played at the Bounce House. Oh, yeah. The Bounce House official name is FBC Mortgage Stadium. They are allegedly a competitor of mine. I don't <laughs> never heard of FBC Mortgage Stadium, but I'm certain I've lost a deal to them lately. The nickname Bounce House came because the stadium literally shakes and vibrates. 
um, when fans jump up and down in unison. And there is a specific song that causes all the jumping up and down. Oh, good. Aaron, we were talking about this. This has the answer. Okay. Okay. It's called Kerncraft 400 by Zombie Nation. Okay. So. You know that one, Aaron? No, I'm assuming that's some sort of techno club song, maybe? It's got to be. I mean, Zombie Nation is yeah, probably not. That, that sounds like something you'd hear at a rave. Probably not doing an album of lullabies. No. Um, <laughs> so, the bouncing effect was actually notice, noticed early on, shortly after the stadium opened, which was in 2007. People started calling it the trampoline. But not shockingly, that name did not get any traction. Right. There's nothing that gets you fired up about playing a big game in the trampoline. So the much more trendy nickname Bounce House became popular. Um, it was loosely derived because the stadium used to be called Bright House Network Stadium. And that was actually the official name for a time. And then actually for a little while, while they were negotiating naming rights, the official name was Bounce House Stadium. <laughs> really? Yes, for two seasons. Yeah. Now it is FBC Mortgage Stadium. Okay, I like quirky facts about stadiums. We like, like that. If you go to Wrigley, there are seats where you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa State, the basketball arena, which uh-huh. is called... Basketball is Hilton Coliseum. Hilton Coliseum has coat racks. You told me that five years ago, and I've just been enamored by that. You are. <laughs> the bounce house was built in central Florida without water fountains. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes. The stadium was originally built without drinking fountains. And the university argued that the building code used when the stadium was designed and improved did not require the installation of drinking fountains. Uh, However, very important, however, this claim turned to be incorrect because there's a building code that mandated stadiums and other public arenas must have one water fountain for every thousand seats. So if you have some time before the game. Yep. Count the seats. Okay. Go around and count the water fountains. Yeah. See if this bad boy's up to code. Gotcha. So they had their first game ever uh, against Texas when they opened the stadium. Mm-hmm. And they ran out of water at halftime, and 18 people had to be hospitalized with heat exhaustion. Golly. And God bless them, their resolution the next week was to hand out one bottle of water to everyone as they came in. Well, That's better than not having water right. fountains. but <laughs> right. Better than zero, but not ideal still. One yeah. bottle of water. All right, a couple of fun facts about UCF. We talked about this, I believe, the first go-around. It was founded in 1963, John, so UCF is actually younger than you are. Mm. You've been around and are more historic than the former University of Central Florida. Things that are younger than me. Things that are younger (laughs) than John. It's only a one-hour show now. That's the segment we're going to do when when football season ends. This was a Bill Cosby uh, episode one time, Cosby Show. Things that are older than Dad. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. Um, they originally, school was named Florida Tech University, mm. and they almost named it University of Florida at Orlando, meaning it would have been called UFO. So <laughs> it's best that they went with UCF. I like it. We mentioned previously they've had four uh, different mascots. The original mascot when they opened was the Citronaut, which is objectively one of the worst mascots I've ever heard. Then Vincent the Vulture, which might give it a run for its money. Then the Knight of Pegasus. And currently, their mascot is Nitro. Hmm. One of their big traditions on campus is something called the Spirit Splash. It's just a big pep rally. They have a giant reflecting pond on campus. They want students to literally just dive into the reflecting pond. And it's basically like a race to see how many shirts and rubber ducks they can collect um, as they dive in. They also have something on their campus called the Pegasus Seal. And the rumor has it that if you step inside the Pegasus seal, you will never graduate. Does Baylor have any, like, is there anything, like, 
I know it, if you stand at a certain place in front of Pat and F, like it echoes. Is there any weird, like, superstitious thing on campus? Like, don't go here. Don't say this here. Not that I know of. Okay. I didn't mm, think so. Could be. Okay. I mean, we would like to encourage students to graduate, not yes. discourage that. Yes. There is a little seal inside the student union building that has, like. It's kind of roped off. Roped yeah. off. Yeah. I've yanked my daughter out of that more than once as <laughs> <laughs> she climbed in. Yeah. All right, the average grade point average for the freshman class at UCF is 3.9. Oh, come on. Yes, so. Yes, so. (laughs) My thought exactly. (laughs) So there's two things at play here. Either UCF has some really smart kids or some very easy classes. Yeah. (laughs) And it's entirely possible it's the latter. Um, We mentioned this, and I don't want to dance on anyone's failures. Uh, Their head coach for a while, including that that, – Fiesta Bowl game against right. Baylor was George O'Leary. Right. He briefly the head coach at Notre Dame before before some resumeical inaccuracies yeah. <laughs> came up. Um, also, they have a very underrated quarterback named Dante Culpepper. He's the yeah. first like UCF grad, great quarterback for the Vikings for a little while. Um, okay, let's get in here, John, to former students and alumni. Love it. They seem to be a place that will crank out a restaurant CEO or president on you. Um, as I went through their alums, one, two, three, four, six different presidents or CEOs of massive national restaurants. Wow. Chains. Tell me if you've eaten at these places. Okay. The Melting Pot. Have not. Okay. Their CEO, Mark Johnston, a UCF grad. Denny's. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Good. There used to be one, a stone's throw from campus. That's right. Okay not there anymore right it's not okay it, the building's still there okay okay um their president and ceo there ruth's chris steakhouse oh good place okay craig miller not to be confused with the dfw radio host he a graduate there red lobster uh, yes okay i like a good red lobster mm-hmm. their president a graduate there uh darden restaurants which i believe probably owns the group yes yeah. it's, it's a group yeah. that owns yeah. multiple restaurants olive garden and a couple others yeah. okay we've all eaten at olive garden very, very good. And then Tijuana Flats. You ever eaten at Tijuana Flats? Huh, don't think so. Not. Okay, me neither. Their CEO. All right, I mentioned a gentleman named Alan Eustace, and we went back and forth on whether he was a member of the average white band. He is not. <laughs> Alan Eustace, a UCF grad who was in administration at Google, made a jump from the stratosphere in October of 2014, breaking Felix Baumgartner's 2012 world record from, I guess, highest free fall. Yeah. So f- <laughs> you seem skeptical of this. No, I believe it. I just don't want to picture it in my head. Yeah, my hands started sweating when I started uh, yeah, writing no, this I'm, fun I'm, fact. I'm literally, I'm not How high was groaning. This like my stomach just started. Yeah. Resting. Yeah, yeah. John, thank you for asking that. Sure. He reached a reported maximum altitude of 135,908 feet. If I walk out on a second-story balcony... Yeah, I I start sweating. (laughs) This guy went 135,000 feet in the air. Free fall. He was in a pressure suit hanging tethered to a balloon that just lifted him up that high. Mm. He was not enclosed in anything. Does this not sound like a nightmare? Yes. Like, yeah. Like, what was his crime, and why was the punishment so severe? That's what I want to know. Exactly. You'd think if he is a VP of Google, he could have just looked and seen that this was a bad idea. Wow. So from his pressure suit, he started his fall with an explosive device. It basically like exploded him off of a helium balloon. 
And for four minutes and 27 seconds, oh. over 26 miles, free oh. fall, he was in a free fall. I'm, I'm literally going to cry. Yeah. He went at speeds exceeding 822 miles an hour in a free fall. So it set world records for highest free fall jump and total free fall distance. So I guess when you consider when, his, when he launched his chute, that ceased being a free fall. So his free fall distance was 123,414 feet. Now, because he used a certain type of parachute, Felix Baumgardner still holds a certain uh, caveat to the world record. Okay. So Alan used to still either the craziest or bravest. Like, I'm sweating right now as we're talking <laughs> yeah, about there's this. There's just no way. Is there a uh, charred spot on the ground on the UCF campus <laughs> that commemorates this? There should be. <laughs> no, he did it. I read about this. He did it, like, out over a like this just massive expanse of field. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they did it in the event of some sort of tragedy. Yeah. Like, if it went wrong, they didn't want anybody watching. Good thought. I'm not sure. So, he, not their most famous alum, but the most interesting, for all intents and purposes, of this segment right here. All right, just a couple of others. One we talked about last time, Daniel Tosh. He's a comedian. Really funny. Uh, definitely crosses some lines. Don't think you'll hear any Daniel Tosh clips played on this show. <laughs> Former Texas Rangers general manager John Hart, who Randy Galloway used to call the empty golf shirt. <laughs> um, United States women's national team legend Michelle Akers. Uh. She was a part of some early. Uh, there's a really good 30 for 30 on the U.S. women's national team, particularly that 99 team. Michelle Akers heavily featured there. Scott Porter, who played Jason Street on the television show Friday Night Lights. Mm. Have you seen Friday Night Lights, the show, yeah. John? Yes. Have you read the book? No. Have you seen the movie? Yes. Okay. So I can't ask which one of those three did you like better, hmm. TV or movie? Which one did you prefer? Mm, I think TV. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the book is the best. Yeah. Um, very, very good. That is a Buzz Bissinger right. book, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. They give out honorary degrees, honorary doctorates at UCF, uh, much like many, many universities do. So one particular person who got an honorary doctorate from UCF is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Huh. Not totally sure why. Yeah. Didn't really dig into it. But what it did was it got me thinking and wondering who has been conferred an honorary degree from Baylor University. And perhaps you can help me out with this. I found three that I'm confident were actually conferred and okay. one I need some clarification on. Okay. Billy Graham. Nice. I believe has been. Very deserving. Yes, conferred a degree. I believe George W. Bush when he was governor. Okay. Barbara Bush. Okay. Was conferred an honorary degree. And then I found that J.J. Watt was conferred an honorary degree from the Baylor College of Medicine. Is huh. that? That's different. That's not the correct. same as it Baylor University? Different, different systems. Okay. Different. Yeah. Are there any In other Houston. that you can think of? Like, as we're going to say J.J. Joe. Has J.J. been conferred an honorary doctorate? No, he earned his. Well, he should. <laughs> his is legit. Is he a doctor? Three-time, not doctorate. Okay. Three-time academic All-American. Well, he should be conferred an honorary doctorate should, for yeah. contributions. Right after Pat Nunley goes in, which, yeah. by the way, when is the Hall of Fame induction? November third. Okay, Pat was on with us yesterday. Ah, the great Pat Nunley. I've been begging Jordan Diaz to introduce me to Pat Nunley for weeks, and it hadn't happened yet. <laughs> Real quick before we hit the break, you want to hear what they bounced to yes. in the bounce house? Yes. Aaron found Zombie Nation. Here we go. Exactly what we thought. Pretty lame, actually. I'm not a big fan. That's it. That's it. That's the right. song. That is Zombie Nation by Ferncraft 400. That'll get better. Zombie Nation.
All right. That's an awful song. We're going to bounce into a break. Be back with more in a moment. Keep it rolling there. Aaron, Chris, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Chris's fun facts about Baylor's opponent, the UCF Knights. We'll be back and wrap things up right after this. All right, lovely day. Going to wrap things up on this Friday afternoon. Appreciate Chris Allman coming in. As always, fun facts. And uh, we are headed for Orlando. Chris, you'll appreciate this. Visiting with Mark Daniels, the voice of the Knights, earlier this week. I said, uh, all right, Mark, final question uh, for Baylor fans or fans that are headed your way for the game this weekend. Anything they need to know about or look, you know, want to come see either in town or on campus? And he said, well, we got two pretty uh, good-sized uh, amusement parks there. <laughs> so, ba-dum-bum. Very good. You know, I once wrestled at the Central Florida State Fair. Yeah. Yes. That's Fantastic. a fun fact about me. That is a very good fun fact. Yes. How'd you do? I can't remember. I remember there not being that many people there, which is the story <laughs> of a lot of shows I wrestled on over 20 years. A lot of shows. <laughs> All right, very good. So uh, we are headed to Orlando. Let's give you some birthdays today. It's a really good birthday day, Aaron. Top of the list, Dave Aranda. Whoa. Today is Coach Aranda's birthday. Oh, wow. Birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, yeah. Coach. Yeah. Oldest coach. Uh, stand by, I'm not sure. He's a very young-looking fella. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. great. Ageless. Yes. So uh, happy birthday to Coach Aranda. I'm sure uh, win tomorrow would be perfect birthday gift. Better than a loss. <laughs> We've determined that. <laughs> So Dave Aranda's birthday today, Jackie Haddock's birthday today. Jackie works uh, over in uh, with softball and tennis and does a fantastic job. Chris Humphrey's birthday today, Chris with Baylor Vision. Happy birthday to Chris. Greg Moss's birthday, Greg, happy birthday. Leanne Newman, the Newmanator, happy birthday <laughs> to uh, Leanne today. Tom Dore down in Austin. Ken Quisenberry going into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. It's Quiz's birthday today. Uh, Tyler Holcomb out at China Spring. Happy birthday to Coach Holcomb. Jelaine Reinwalt. Happy birthday to Jelaine. Brooks Kimmy, former Baylor baseball player. Brooks played at Baylor? Yeah. I didn't know that. I covered Brooks when he was at Belton. Really? Oh, he was a stud. Yeah. Yeah. Still is. Happy birthday to Brooks. Good point. Scott Sanders' birthday is today. And Ben Renzinger, uh, up in West or used to be up in West. I can't say. I don't know for sure if he is still there. But there's a good birthday. Anybody to add to the list on this 20th of September? Got a few to add. All-NBA forward Kevin Durant and future Hall of Famer Kevin Durant is 34. Former Cowboy middle linebacker Ken Norton Jr. is 57. Primus founder and lead singer Les Claypool is 60. The Dice Man, John's favorite comedian, Andrew Dice Clay, <laughs> so is clean. 65. And the great Bryant Gumbel's birthday is today. He is 75. So 75. happy birthday to Bryant Gumbel. Very good. Bryant Gumbel is true greatness. He is. He, really he is, is genuinely great. Yeah. The Gumbel family, just great sports broadcaster. Yeah. Bryant Gumbel broadcasting, majored in Russian history in college. He, uh, he's, wow. Yeah. He makes real sports seem like the most important show in the history of television. When he sits there with his notepad yeah. and it's his so pen, great. and he's, Armin? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot like our conversations here on a Friday, isn't yes. it? Yes. 
here on a Friday, Real Sports and the Average White Show sound exactly the same. <laughs> That's right. The Scottish funk R&B duo. Uh, not duo. Band. All right, very good. We're going to move out of here, make room for the Matt Mosley Show coming up next. High school football coming up tonight. Baylor and UCF, part of a big weekend tomorrow. It actually begins tonight with Cincinnati at BYU. Big 12 after dark tonight, 9-15 on ESPN comes up this evening. Uh, watch for, if you're going to the Gatesville game, watch for Chris on the sidelines. Don't throw anything at him. He'll be uh, shooting video on the sidelines yep. at McCamey Stadium. Yep. And and the press box food still as good as always still in excellent. Gatesville? I've only ever had it once really? when I broadcast that game. Yeah. But I had a a literal smorgasbord of food. What I've heard. Talk for everything from fast food to home cooked yeah. to desserts to a, just a cooler full of sodas and water. It's a great place out there. It says a lot about Gatesville. It does. Really good. Hospitality. Very nice. All right, we're going to move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. We do appreciate you being with us. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Orlando, and Lord willing, we'll talk to you right here at 2 p.m. We still on at 2 p.m. Monday? Just checking. We'll be here at uh, 2 p.m. on Monday. We appreciate you being with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. The first place Texas Rangers.